Hello everybody and welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox meeting of adult children of alcoholics in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording our speakers every week because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Also, please take a moment to rate our podcast on whatever platform you're using to listen. It will help others find the show. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting to attend, go to adultchildren.org and click on Meetings. This week we're hearing from our friend Mandy, who spoke about the topic of willingness. Please enjoy. I'll do a 10, a 5, and a 1, if that's not too much. Um, hi, everyone. I am Mandy. I'm an adult child. I'm just going to breathe a couple breaths because I'm really nervous. So I like when everyone does it, I'm going to do it. <clears throat> and I'm going to start with reading and then I'll just give you a little bit of background of my life and then talk about where I was at after all of that and then talk about how I used this particular tool and how I continue to use it in my recovery. So I'm on page 144 in the Big Red Book. I'm going to read a little bit of an excerpt of the second to last paragraph and then continue through that section. By the time we reached adulthood, most of us avoided asking for help, thinking we were self-sufficient and beyond such needs. This is the same attitude that often stands in the way of us asking a sponsor for help in working the 12 steps. If we are to get better, we have to quit playing God, ask for help, and write out the uncomfortable emotions that accompany this risk. We play God and avoid asking for help in, a, in the strangest ways. Many adult children can play God by being philosophical about the origin of people, the cosmos, and mysticism, but we use this knowledge to avoid getting involved in our own lives. People come to us for our knowledge on spiritual matters, but we may feel phony because we realize we're not getting our own needs met. We only have ourselves to turn to for help. We cling to control. We have become knowledge gods sealed off from others. Others can play God and avoid asking for help by appearing agnostic or atheistic. They seem to put off by talk of spiritual matters. This does not mean that the views of the agnostic or atheist mean less. These views are respected in ACA, but to use such positions to remain in isolation is a tough path to follow. We must ask for help if we are to break out of isolation and join humanity. We can't just talk about it. We have to let go of control and do it. We make a decision to ask someone to help us and then accept the help once it is offered. We cannot recover alone. We have to change this attitude of not asking for help if we're to make progress with step three and all of the steps. We understand that simply going to an ACA meeting and sharing our fears and hopes does not immediately produce a desire to ask a higher power for help. Many of us still wonder if we deserve help and others wonder if we will be rejected if we take the risk and ask. Other adult children are still angry at God for seemingly not intervening in their abusive or neglectful homes. Still others wonder if a higher power exists at all. There is one way to find out, make an effort and try. There is another way to live. So um, I, I want to start by saying I'm super grateful to have this space. It's an honor to like be able to share. Um, 
my parents met because my dad was my mom's drug dealer so maybe this is like an unsurprising start to this story uh my father was extremely violent i lived in a very violent home uh i think back to the day when i was in elementary school and my dad said this time you you can choose between the typical angry beating with like the belt buckle side of the belt or a two by four and i chose the two by four because i knew the other one was so painful and you know that's just an example of the type of violence i was experiencing in my home just like angry punishment which i can look back on now and see like the feeling that left me with was just totally not being loved at all like this person does not love me and and so i craved that love like i was constantly craving that love from my dad like wow he really doesn't love me and i really want that and then you know, my parents divorced i was mostly raised by my mom and and that upbringing was kind of the other side of that coin where there was a lot of verbal like i love yous but too much like i i love you i birthed you to love me like really codependent no boundaries um attention but like oversharing i remember when i first started this program and i heard the term emotional incest and i was like that's a disturbing term, but like really feels validating to my experience of what that was like. So I found it really helpful to like explain that icky feeling I had in that relationship. Um, a lot of like long lectures where if I had an opinion or voiced any thoughts, it would just lead to like hours of lectures, hours and hours, basically just like not being heard in my home. So not being loved and not being heard and there's just a lot of anger in my life like i was very angry <laughs> um i remember my mom like found my journal it's kind of why i have a hard time thank you journaling now because i had this journal where i was like i hate my life and i want to die like very young my mom found it and was i was like oh good maybe she'll see like this is really just you know i'm in a lot of pain but she was just like very angry at me and so i learned you know all these reactions right like i have to hide all these feelings i'm very angry i need to stuff it down and just kind of get out of this situation and i did i just excelled through life i found attention in school i graduated at 16 and got out of my home i left my home that was like my main priority but like i carried all of that into my adult life which this program has kind of helped me see like i left that situation but i i left kind of equating love with sex as this tool to like get me that validation i was chasing you know all going back to my childhood of like wanting that validation from my dad like wanting that validation from men um you know experiencing a lot of dysfunction of relationships that really highlight that like what addiction to excitement really means like in these relationships with older men who would cheat on me and it was just leaving me with these really bad feelings and the primary emotion i could feel was anxiety i was like oh i feel anxious that's what i feel um and just kind of like manipulating the external to relieve those bad feelings like I really learn to manipulate the situation like if i can just create the situation 
where this man will answer my calls again, I will feel better. And not like, how can I have a boundary and leave this situation, but really how can I control people to get rid of this bad feeling that I have? Um, I really hit a bottom. I was in grad school and you know, all these bad coping mechanisms started to pair with this fear of criticism and fear of authority. And like in grad school, it's all about critical relationships. And I had this authority figure that kind of controlled the outcome of my life. And I couldn't handle it. And I started therapy. And really, like, it's funny looking back because I thought, like, I fixed my anxiety at that time. I was like, oh, I got into therapy and I kind of cured that. But I just, like, learned to grit my teeth and cope through it and not really like work at what was really going on because I really didn't know it. And I think there's a really funny example. I, I think back to how bad I was at feeling my feelings. I had a very close friend who you know, did something and I felt uncomfortable with it, but I didn't want to tell her and hurt her feelings. And I didn't even really process how I was feeling about it. And we were walking around later that day and it was raining and I was like, angry at the rain. I was like, you know, I hate the rain. You know, I hate when it's raining. I'm so mad that it's raining. And she was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, I was like, like confronted with people being like, you're being really angry. And I just like, couldn't feel my feelings to acknowledge. It. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm not angry. Like, what are you fucking talking about? She's like, really could like in denial times a billion, like, totally in denial. And and that's kind of where I was for a long time, just like in denial, unable to feel, super angry, very controlling, very perfectionist, resentful, passive aggressive, like really like living with a lot of shame for all those behaviors too. Cause later I'd kind of like acknowledge them and be like, wow, why am I like this? You know, like, why am I doing this? Ugh but like doing it again and again and again. So I, I came to this program at a time in my life where like I was just desperate for another way of life. I was living in shame, unable to feel and like at a bottom, at a really bad bottom where I was like, I wanna, I don't wanna live. Like I can't live like this. I just couldn't think about a future in which I was happy. I was like, I wanna die. And that's why I chose the reading. I'll open it back up. Because I really think like it starts in step three, this idea of willingness, but it's something that I have to come back to every step of the way. Like at step three, you're just like, sure, I'm willing to like think about all this. I'm willing to think about like, I don't believe in God, but I guess I'm willing to think all these other people can do it. Maybe I can find a higher power. Thank you so much. And like, I'm willing to sit in a room where people are talking about their inner child. And I'm like, okay, like what? Okay. I'm not willing to say that word yet, but I'm at least willing to hear it. And I'm willing to take these actions. Like I'm willing to do the steps. And that's where I started in step three. Like I'm willing to do a step four and a step five. I do those and kind of lay the groundwork. Um, but, but I come back to it constantly, like every day. 
I'm doing the inner loving parent workbook with some friends and I'm like doing this exercise where you're supposed to think of a safe space and we're talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, in my head, like, sure, but I don't need that. And I have to check myself and be like, why am I unwilling to consider doing that? And I like the two passages where it's just set, or really the end of what I read, say there's only one way to find out, make an effort and try. And that's the only way I've like seen this progress in my life to know that like I, when I'm in control of my life, it is completely unmanageable and trust in hearing everyone else and kind of getting advice from the collective just by hearing how everyone else copes and calling someone in my step group and saying like, wow, I'm in a really reactive state. And normally I would like cuss this person out, but like, what do you think I should do? And then if they say, wow, I think maybe this or this or this, and my reaction is to feel very defensive, I have to be willing to like pause and just accept that like, I don't know at all. Um, and I think like my experience at least has been the only way, like the only way I've moved forward is just to be every reaction I have is to say like, what am I not being willing to do right now? Like, what am I resisting? Right? Like I resist a lot. I resist fun. Like my work right now is about learning how to play because I resist it. So like, why am I not willing to just let go of, of my life, like the control and to just release? Why am I not willing to relax? Like I'm so rigid right now talking to everyone. Like I'm, why am I not? So I'm, I'm asking myself this every day. And I think that's been the most important thing for me. It's been a constant for me. It only started in step three. I got my, like more realized it as I went through and it continues to be the way that I like can do this last thing, which is to just make an effort. And uh, I think I'm just going to end it at that. I know I wasn't the full time, but I really like want to hear everyone else because it helps me every week. I'm just so grateful for all of you here. So thank you. Thank you.